I'm Ben Pugh, and you're listening to Impact, Parenting with Perspective, episode 185. This podcast is all about helping parents manage the mental and emotional drama that comes with parenting teens, so they can focus on what's most important, building rock-solid relationships and having a powerful impact on their teen's life. Join me each week as I dive into real tools to help you and your team turn struggles into strengths. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for taking the time, especially during the busy holiday season. Um, I know as this podcast is being released, uh, it's just a few days before Christmas. So thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule. I love you. And if you are one of the people who has left me a positive review for the podcast, or you've shared it with a friend, thank you so much. I love the reviews that I've been getting recently. I love the new listeners. And if you've gone and taken my parent trap quiz and you're enjoying my free audio course, Parenting from the Inside Out. Thank you for doing that. Uh, if you haven't yet, go take the Parent Trap Quiz at benpewcoaching.com slash quiz, and you can find out what parent traps you're getting stuck in and how to get out, and you'll get access to this free quiz, Parenting from, or free course, Parenting from the Inside Out, and it's awesome. Today, we are going to talk about how to build connection, even if your teen is not meeting your expectations. And this is the result of a recent question. I asked my email list, and I asked people on Facebook, and a lot of people answered me. And I just want to say thank you. And I asked basically, like, what are you struggling with when it comes to parenting your teens? And I got a lot of answers, and I was inspired by the answers that I got. And some of the responses were very short, and some were long. But every struggle, in one way, was dealing with two things. A lack of connection with their teen, and unmet expectations by their teen. And as I thought about this, I started to realize just how huge this is. I realized that nearly everything I coach on is connected to a lack of connection and unmet expectations. So I wanted to do a podcast and I wanted to talk about this. So we're going to tackle it here. So let's start with connection because connection comes first. And if you've been listening to me for any amount of time, you know how important I think connection is when it comes to parenting teens. That is the most powerful thing that you can do as a parent. And if this is your first podcast episode with me, first, welcome, and thank you for checking me out. But you need to know that one of the things that I think is most important, if not the most important, is that you as a parent need to connect with your teen. And this connection is the most important thing that you will do with your teen. So if you don't connect with your teen, you will struggle raising them. And you'll struggle getting them to respect you or obey you. 
and your impact won't be what you want. So let's just highlight the importance of connection. It's everything to your team. And I know a lot of times parents fall for this little lie that, oh, my teen wants nothing to do with me. No, like one of the most powerful secrets that I can share with you, and this is one of the things that I teach all the time, is that your teen wants you, and you is always in all caps, your teen wants you to connect with them. So as we talk about connection, think about this from the belief and the assumption that your teen does indeed want you to connect with them. And I'm going to show you how to build this connection, even if your teen is not meeting your expectations. So the first one is let go of your expectations and your attachment to the desired outcome. Now, this might actually be one of the most controversial things that I teach I can't tell you how many times parents have told me, no, Ben, expectations are good. Teens need expectations. Guys, I get it. And yes, expectations are fine. And sure, they're important. We all have them. But too many parents are attached to expectations for their teen that either aren't realistic or it's not in the parent's power. And sometimes these expectations that they have for their teen aren't even in line with what the teen wants for themselves. And this is dangerous because if you are attached to unmet expectations, you are going to struggle connecting with your teen. I recently coached a mom who had expectations that her son would graduate high school, get good grades, participate with the family, but her teen flat out refused to get good grades. In fact, he refused to do well in school. Sometimes he even refused to go to school and he refused to participate in certain family activities, chores, expectations. And as long as this mom was attached to those expectations, she couldn't connect with her son. But when she let go of her attachments to these expectations, she started connecting with her son. And I recently read a report that most people actually dislike their profession and that one of the strongest factors in these people choosing this profession that they don't like is that it was expected from their parents. And guys, this is not healthy. As a parent, it is your job to let go of your expectations and let your teen live life according to their values, not yours. And I know that's hard. I struggle with this too sometimes. I can hear what you might be thinking. Yeah, Ben, but what about getting certain grades or waiting until marriage to have sex? Or if they borrow my car, they have to fill it up when they're done. I hear you. And I get it. I have expectations for my teen too, but I try not to be attached to those expectations. Let's look at the car example. If my teen borrows my car, I expect him to take care of it. 
I can have that expectation, but maybe my team doesn't take care of my car. I can't control this expectation. I can't control whether or not my teen takes care of my car. So I shift my attention to what I can control, and I set a boundary for me, not for my teen. And the boundary might look like, hey, if you don't take care of my car, I'm not going to let you use it. Now, notice how I'm not attached to my desired outcome or the expectation that he will take care of my car. Instead, I'm committed to being the dad that I want to be and upholding my boundaries. Hey, I'm happy to let you borrow my car if you will follow certain rules. If not, no problem. I just will choose not to let you borrow my car. Now, when you let go of your attachments, you will be better able to connect with your teen where they are as they are. And even if your teen is failing classes, dropping out of school, or even having premarital sex, I promise you, they need and they want connection with you. And when you can let go of these expectations, when you can let go of your attachment to how you thought things should be, you will better be able to connect with your team. Uh, Let's talk about the sex one for a minute. I'm coaching a lot of parents right now that they're like, yeah, but we've taught our child not to be sexually active before marriage. And our child is sexually active before marriage. Like, what do we do? Love your team. And let go of the expectation. Oh, hey, we thought we would have a child who would wait till marriage to be sexually active. That's not going to happen anymore. Like You can't go back and undo the past. So this is our new reality. Let go of the old attachment and embrace your current reality. Embrace what is. One of the things that I teach about arguing is that arguing always sucks. Like, it doesn't even matter if you're winning the argument. Even though you might feel like a little prideful and a little bit good in the moment, it still feels icky to argue. And here's the thing. When you argue with reality, you will never win. You are always losing that argument because reality is what it is. And you can be arguing, no, my teen should be passing their classes. My teen should not be having sex. My teen should take care of my car and fill it up with gas when they're done. And if they didn't, that's your reality, not what you thought your teen should do. And when you can let go of your attachment to your desired expectations, you can now better attach to your teen. Okay, I feel like we have beaten that dead horse to death. Let's move on to number two. Be grateful for your teen as is. This goes hand in hand with letting go of attachments. Gosh, sometimes I can't even talk. This goes hand in hand with letting go of attachments, but it takes it one step further. Once you've let go of your attachments, you can start connecting with your teen where they are, as they are. And now you can be grateful for them. This is powerful. Start finding things that you can appreciate about your teenager. 
When you appreciate your teen, it doesn't change your teen. It changes you as their parent. And this is powerful. So start finding things that you can appreciate about them. Are they kind? Are they funny? Are they resourceful? Uh, Just the other day, I was talking to a mom and her daughter is very resourceful. And sometimes like it might seem like her daughter is sneaky and manipulative. But when she was able to shift her perspective and be like, wow, she is really resourceful, it changed the mom's energy. Is your team creative? Are they reliable? Find things to appreciate about your teen and fully appreciate your teen. I'm serious. This will completely change your connection with your teen. And I'll be honest with you, it will not change your teen at first but it will change you. It will change the energy from which you parent, and that will eventually create a change in your teen. If you want a better connection with your teen, and if your teen is struggling to meet your expectations and do what you want, number two, this little step of appreciating your teen is powerful because this will completely change your connection with your teen And when you start being grateful for your teen, who they are, what they bring to life, and just the little things about your teen, you will deepen your connection with them. And you will deepen your love, your respect, and your admiration for your teen. And this is huge. And one of the things we like to do in my home is called compliment time. It's just an opportunity for each of us to express our gratitude for each other. And I invite you to start a regular practice of experiencing gratitude for your teen and expressing gratitude to your teen. That is powerful. I want to say it one more time. Start a regular practice of experiencing gratitude for your Team. This will take place in the thought line of the model and in the feeling line of the model, but also start expressing gratitude to your team. This will take a, this will be in the action line of your model, expressing gratitude to your team, which means it will be in the circumstance line of your team's model. So I invite you, start the regular practice of experiencing gratitude for your teen and expressing gratitude to your teen. And number three, empower your teen. I'm on a kick right now. Everything I teach about, I'm like, oh yeah, but how can we empower the teen? How can you empower yourself and how can you empower your teen? And one of the biggest mistakes that you can make as a parent when your teen is not living up to your expectations is to disempower them and to take away their power. And as a parent, there are lots of ways to disempower your teen when they don't meet your expectations. I experienced a lot of these. I got grounded all the time. I wasn't allowed to go, like one time I got grounded Right before going to this dance, and my date was so annoyed with me, she went and found someone else, and she broke up with me, and she dated the other person. When you take away your teen's 
power. You disempower them. And that won't help your team make better choices. And it won't help you build a powerful relationship with your team. So instead, I want to invite you to ask yourself, how can I empower my team? And I totally get it. When your team doesn't meet your expectations, you might be tempted to ground them, to take away their power to choose or to act for themselves, or to you might be tempted to start controlling them and making them meet your expectations, but don't. I promise you this will disempower your team and this will take away from your connection with your team. So you might be asking, yeah, but what do I do instead? Empower your team. To which you might ask, how do I empower my team? Well, when your team doesn't meet your expectations, ask yourself, how can I empower them? Here's an example. You might say, hey, I notice that you have no interest in getting your grades up or even graduating high school. What are you interested in? What do you enjoy doing? What are you good at? These questions will help you empower your team because now, rather than basking, that's probably the wrong word, but I don't know, rather than just sitting in the icky emotion of, gosh, I'm such a failure, I'm ruining my life, I'm not good enough, you can help your team start exploring other alternatives. No, what am I interested in? What am I good at? What do I enjoy doing? That will empower your teen. And if your teen is having premarital sex, find ways to empower your teen. This is a hard one. No parent, like none that I know of, like want their teen to go out and be sexually active and like be running the risk of completely changing their life. Um, I think STDs are hugely overrated, over emphasized. Um, I, when I was a principal, my PE teacher once was like, you know that all these sexually transmitted diseases that we teach about are way less likely than we make them sound. We're just trying to scare the crap out of kids so that they won't have sex. That is disempowering. You might need to have a conversation about the possible consequences of sex. Hey, if you were to get pregnant right now, what would change in your life? What choices would need to be made? What struggles would that bring into your life? Yeah, it might be exciting and it might be fun, but are you ready for that yet? You might talk about ways to be safe. You might even help them provide protection for themselves. I, I don't know, maybe you talk to them about condoms and you go buy some. You can still set boundaries and definitely control what you can control. But if you lock your teen in their room for the rest of their life, that's only taking away their power. And it will ruin your connection with your teen. So the bottom line is, often our expectations as parents are meant to protect our teens and help them avoid pitfalls, obstacles, and struggles. Instead of overly protecting your teen and trying to control them and parenting from fear, practice trusting your teen's resilience and their power to not only deal with the consequences of their choice, 
but trust that they're learning and that they are getting exactly what they need from those experiences. So I also have included one little bonus secret for you for how to build connection. Even if your teen is not meeting your expectations, I just want to take a minute and tell you, if you want to up-level your parenting, I want to help you and I want to do it completely for free. I want to invite you, if you haven't done it yet, go take the Parent Trap Quiz. You can go to benpewcoaching.com slash Parent Trap Quiz, and you can go take that quiz for free, and it will help you know what trap you're falling into as a parent that is making it harder for you to connect with your teen. And if you've already done that, like just go to the show notes for this episode. It'll be benpewcoaching.com slash 185. And you can just scroll down to the bottom of the show notes and you can go just take the Parenting from the Inside Out audio course. And it's an awesome course. And that will help you let go of things outside of your control and really start being the parent of your dreams so that you can build a rock solid connection with your team. And if you want to up-level your parenting, I want to help you do that. And I've helped tons of parents all over the country really improve their relationship with their team. So let's quickly recap. Uh, when it comes to building a relationship with your team, even if your team is not meeting your expectations, I shared, <clears throat> sorry, I shared three simple steps to really help you do this. And I have a bonus that I'm also going to share with you. The first step is let go of expectations and attachments. Um, those really don't connect you with your teen. And anytime those expectations aren't met, that creates disappointment, which will disconnect you with your teen. Number two, be grateful for your teen as is and start the practice of regularly experiencing gratitude for your teen and expressing that gratitude to your teen. And number three, empower your teen. Most parents make the mistake of making the, re the knee-jerk reaction of disempowering their teen and taking away their power. If you want to connect with your teen, even when they're not meeting your expectations, or maybe I should say, especially when they're not meeting your expectations, find ways to empower your teen. And the bonus one, I feel like I talk about this a lot lately. This is something that is inside my membership and it's inside the impact parenting course. And this is connecting with your teen on your teen's values. So the bonus tip is connect on your teens on your teen's values. And I teach it in the membership, but it's super important. So I wanted to tell you about it here. But find ways to connect over your teen's values rather than disconnecting over conflicting values that you and your team have. And I'll be honest with you, everyone has values in common with everyone. Like you and I, like you might not like football as much as I do, but you probably love your team. And guess what? I love my team. And that's a value that we share. Everyone has values in common with everyone. And we also have values in conflict with other people's values. This is just part of being a human. 
And a lot of people who don't get along with other people, it's because they're focused on their conflicting values more than they're focusing on their values that they have in common. So if you want to improve your relationship with your teen, connect with your teen on things that they value. If you want more connection with your teen, stop trying to force your values on your teen. I promise you, this principle alone, all by itself, has the power to completely change your relationship with your teen. So that's my invitation to you. This will help you if you are willing to do your part. I give you three steps and one bonus step. These are all simple, doable. They won't cost you any money. They won't take much of your time. It won't take much of your energy. And yet it will have a ginormous impact on your relationship with your team. I'll talk to you next week. Did you know that parents and teens all over the world are struggling? I believe that the most important thing that you can do in your teen's life is simply being an impactful parent, which means taking the time to understand what parenting traps are holding you back and then taking that knowledge and using it to completely uplevel your parenting. This is why I've created a brand new quiz to help you better understand your own parenting traps. This quiz will help you pull back the curtain on your own parenting and gain some powerful insights so you can stop getting caught in the same old parent traps. This quiz will help you start being the parent of your dreams so you can finally create an impactful relationship with your team. This quiz will take you less than two or three three minutes and it is completely free. If you want to take this quiz and better understand the traps that are keeping you stuck as a parent, go to benpewcoaching.com slash parent trap quiz and get an insight into what is holding you back as a parent so you can completely up level your parenting. I'll see you soon.